And now from east of the Pacific to west of parts unknown, south of Mars, north of hell, here are the smartest minds in the sport of professional wrestling. This is Brain Buster Radio. You only learn the way you are inside when life gives you the test. Will you back down, turn and run, or stand up with the best? How are you doing, Brainiacs? Long Island Ice T here, ready to watch Prograps with you because today we are coming to you live from the Marburger Theater of Love, and we are ready for the first episode of Brainbuster Radio presents Mystery Wrestling Theater Rapongi 3069, and that's where we watch some Prograps together. We talk over what we're watching, and we have just a great old time. Today's the very first episode, and we had you vote on it at the Brain Busters. Tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it on the Twitter gimmicks. Oh my goodness, what a way to kick things off. We've got Vinman here ready to watch. You got your popcorn, Vinman? Yeah, I'm ready to watch some good old-fashioned Gilbert here. <laughs> Moose the Mark is here. Uh, put the internet... Do you still have your keyboard? Do you sit by your keyboard when you watch movies or wrestling, Moose? Well, yeah, you know, I have a separate keyboard that I keep on the couch. It's a little wireless thing with a trackpad built in, so I'm never far from my internet gimmicks. Well, Moose the Mark's got his internet gimmicks, even though there should be no cell phones in a movie theater, Moose the Mark. And we also have Jumpin' Jacob J here. To talk about Gilbert, Triple yeah, J. Yeah, you know what? I'm a little upset that the union didn't win this poll. I mean, I created a couple fake Twitter accounts just so I could vote again, <laughs> and somehow Gilbert won. I, I think clearly the you know the weakest choice. Gilbert yeah. won the poll. I would agree, and and you know it, this is this is going to be something here. Jumping Jacob J has had this particular match buffering for the past. Several hours here. I think, if, <laughs> we hit, I think if we hit play shortly, you know, the rest of it will load as as the beginning is playing. Yeah, so that's how the show works, Brainiacs. All of us here and you at home are going to fire up the WWE Network. We're going to go to the best of Gilbert. Now, obviously, the WWE Network does not have a collection for the best of Gilbert. So on this episode, we have provided the links to the matches we will be watching today for the best of Gilberg. Watch along here, Brain Buster Radio, Mystery Wrestling Theater, and Triple J unfortunately had to cue this one up hours ago because, well, like Triple J says, some of us have different internet speeds, right, Triple J? Yeah, uh, and for for some of you know, for some of the listeners out there who downloaded this podcast, if you have to, you know, pause it, you know, to let your internet catch up like I had to, you know, this would be a good time. Now, Gilberg won our poll question. We asked all week long. We had it up. You voted. It was between Gilberg, The Union, or The Best of Tiger Mask 1994. And hopefully we'll revisit those other two in a poll someday, Vin Man. But Gilberg won out. Why do you think that is, Moose the Mark? Why do you think all the Brainiacs wanted us to start with Gilberg? 
I mean, Gilbert is just such a universal character. He's something everyone can relate to, you know, and he's something we can all aspire to. I mean, you just turn on the TV and you see the security guards open the door and you see this giant man with a barbed wire tattoo coming out and looking just pissed off and ready to destroy with steam coming out of his mouth. You're, and you're talking about Goldberg, dude. We're talking Gilbert. Excuse me? Gilbert, Dwayne Gill. Triple J will tell you about him. Tell Moose the Mark about Gilbert, Triple J. Yeah, yeah, you, you know Gilbert. Uh, Dwayne Gill, I, I actually found out, I guess he was enhancement talent on some wrestling challenges, uh, you know, in the early 90s. I did not know or remember that, but uh, a short history on Gilbert, Gilbert you know, uh, the World Wrestling Federation, they, they were ribbing WCW. Because of Goldberg over there, you know, it was a farce, but it, but it was, you know, damn entertaining to watch. And Gilberg wound up being a fun character who ended up winning a championship in the WWF. Vin Man, can you believe Gilberg was the light heavyweight champion of the world? The same title held by the likes of Dean Malenko and S.A. Rios? Well, <laughs> go ahead. I, I, I guess I believe it. Uh, I don't know. Um, an impressive career, no doubt about it. I think he was even on Raw 25, wasn't he? I believe so, and he inter- didn't he interact with James Ellsworth? Because James Ellsworth is basically the modern-day Gilberg for all of you younger brainiacs. Gilberg was the king of jobbers. He was a member of the job squad, too. Correct me if I'm wrong, Moose the Mark. Yeah, I, I mean, certainly Dwayne Gill exemplifies all the values of a, of a true job squad member. Would you say he's the greatest jobber of all time? No, of course not. For one thing, we don't use, we don't use that term Long Island. We prefer the term carpenter because their jobs go out there and build. <laughs> what about I mean, enhancement they, talent? No, they, their job is, is to enhance and to build, you know, some of these other so-called superstars. We wouldn't be there without for them. Would you say that, Gilberg, jumping Jacob J. Gilberg was a damn good mechanic. Uh, absolutely, I would. And you, you got to remember, for every you know every C Justice, every Lex Luger out there, there was always a Gilberg. You know, strapping a rocket to their back and shooting them straight to start them. The best part about Gilberg is that he's the longest reigning WWE Light Heavyweight Champion ever, <laughs> and. The gimmick truly pissed off Goldberg. <laughs> it really angered him. <laughs> so here we are I, to celebrate I, Gilbert. I was going to say, I, I wish I could imagine in my mind what Goldberg was, you know, thinking about Gilbert the first time you know, he ever heard about him or, or saw him. I, I just wonder how that would go down. Oh, if I ever see McMahon, I'm going to kick his ass. Blah. Well, they did it in WCW as well. Chris Jericho yeah. fought a Goldberg knockoff, and that's kind of the 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 rumor, right, Vin Man? That that's what pissed Goldberg off, and and had you know he and Jericho, I guess, had quote unquote heat for a minute. Yeah, they uh, they did not get along. You know, Jericho he wanted to work a good program with them. Goldberg, you know, he just wasn't taken to it. Gilberg, not quite the Brooklyn brawler, but still a legend in his own right and the subject of our first ever Brain Buster Re- Radio Wrestling Theater, Rapongi 3069. 
without further ado, guys, the curtains have been drawn. The silver screen is here. We're ready to press play on our WWE Network. The first match we're going to watch in the best of Gilberg comes from January 11th, 1999. 294th edition of Monday Night Raw. If you type in Gilberg of the WWE Network, you'll find this. Or you could just follow the links we've provided on this edition of Brain Buster Radio. The first match we're going to go to is Gilberg versus Luna Vashon. Gilberg versus Luna, guys. This is today intergender wrestling is is the huge thing on the internet, right, Moose the Mark? This is a match well before its time. I mean, you want to talk about a trailblazer. You want to talk about someone who's breaking down the barriers and shattering the glass ceiling for people who who don't look like the standard WWE superstar ought to look. You know, you want to talk about someone who's a first ballot Hall of Famer any year, any day. You got to be talking about Dwayne Gill. And Luda Vachon is pretty cool, too. (laughs) So fire up the WWE Network. Go to that first link, Luna versus Gilberg. It should take you straight to that edition of Monday Night Raw, where you'll be at 29 minutes and 30 seconds in. And on Vinman's count, guys, we are all going to press play and watch Gilberg versus Luna. Vinman, it's on you. All right. Everybody get ready in three, two, one, now. Okay, now, now Long Allen here. Are, the, are these working cops or shoot cops? <laughs> That's New Zealand's Tony Gurria hanging out with some of, I don't know where this Monday Night Raw is. If you guys want to look where, it up. Where is this? Because those they look legit to me, but man, I, I can't look- tell. These are not these are not wrestlers. Although I, I there's Gilbert, paramedic. There's Gilbert. The just a paramedic, maybe. I will say that the that the uh, the guy in the back looked like High Tower from Police Academy. <laughs> where do you, Long Island? Where do you think they would have got these cops? Uh, I think you would get these. It's this place right down the road from the arena they're at. It's called uh, Fake Cops R Us. You get all sorts of cops. I, I don't think so because they got, you know, some different metallic stars, pins, name badges on. I think these are the real deal here. They got, they're wearing walkie talk. The, the touch of the piped in Gilbert chance is just trolling before trolling was a thing, isn't it, Moose the Mark? Moose the Mark, you there? Who's the mark is seemed to go. I mean, no. Okay, sorry. These cops, these cops look really authentic. I, I think they're the real deal. I'm sure our tax dollars are paying their salary for this night. But I want to show, shine some attention on the light heavyweight championship belt because I've seen belts made of styrofoam at Kmart that look more legitimate than this thing. It is so chintzy looking. And, and now we, we have the jobs going out here. And, uh... Bob Holly, Meanie, and Scorpio holding up the sparklers. This is more fireworks than you'll see at a WWE show nowadays. <laughs> That's true. The you've got Too Cold Scorpio, or is he Flash Funk at this point? I don't know. I it looks like he's too you know too cold. Great great faces that Gilbert's pulling out here. And uh, fun fact, my buddy Big Jim. Uh, Vin Man, who we are going to be partaking stream rules with, he actually bought the light heavyweight title. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, the actual it, belt. 
Yeah. Well, well, not the not the belt that Gilbert's wearing right now, but you know, like whenever one of the earlier, like you know, real replica ones with the metal plates and everything. It did not have the red leather, but for those of you know that, that know Big Jim, uh, a hair over light heavyweight. So Goldberg has. Oh, Gilbert's gonna talk. He's Gilbert gonna has talk. the microphone. <laughs> who's, first? who's first that disgusting virginian accent Ugh. So, so is this the first defense of the light heavyweight title for him i'm not sure oh gilbert going for the wow. spear hits oh, i think he hit the post wow he's hurt guys gilbert is hurt luda luda is dressed like she is in an olivia newton john video I like that Luna's or wrestling a, in a thong. That's or a, or a porn parody on the Luna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just a blatant low. No, that was the inside of the leg, McMahon. That's perfectly legal. Luna Vashon going for the suplex. Gilbert uh, just took a low blow, and he's barely selling it. I don't think she got all of it. No, she got the inside leg. Look at this. Oh no! Oh, what the fire. fuck? Oh, <laughs> in co- complete Luna fashion. Not no one gets out of a pin and goes for a choke instead these days. That's only Luna. Boy, she's going. She's going up to the top rope. Oh my God! What a splash! Luna just beat Gilbert. Was the title on the line? Yeah, I was about to ask. No, that was a non-title match, I think. And how about this hairstyle from Luna? Who's this? This is way ahead of its time. What is this? A fan is in the ring. Is that Tori? I don't know, but remember that security guy with the hat, Moose the Mark? Yeah. (laughs) Who was that guy? How come nobody are wearing those kind of leather hats anymore? The Steve Wilkos of WWE. (laughs) (laughs) Why did that guy never get his own show? The, The cops are right there. Yeah, what's the story here? Is this is this a real fan? I, is that Tori? <laughs> Somebody might be right. That's yeah, Tori. that's Tori. Yeah, yeah, that's like DX Tori. She's a, a handsome woman. Uh, now, Vin Man, would you say Luna's all the way here at the more so than she's ever been? <laughs> if there was ever a time that that Luna was going to be all the way live, it's probably probably right here. Like, <laughs> I almost want to keep watching this raw because it, it looks really good. <laughs> uh, okay, they're in Worcester. All right, uh, that's yeah. Oh, Shawn Michaels just got destroyed by the big boss. Bloody that in the snow. Uh, so, match one of the best of Gilbert happens, and that was spectacular. How about that splash? That uh, that tadpole splash by Luna Vachon beating Gilbert. Uh, quintessential Gilbert match there, Moose the Mark. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there's certain matches that define a, a, an a athlete's career. You know, Flair Steamboat in 83 or, <laughs> you know, uh, Misawa versus uh, Kobashi. And, and Gilbert and Vashon just really, just right from Jump Street. You've got all, everything you need for an essential point. You've got intense personal issues. You've got, you've got big, good kids. They're hungry. 
and you've got this physicality, and you've got little baby Michael Cole now, Moose, here. Moose the Mark, do you have a copy of the January 13th Observer uh, from that year where you could uh, tell us stars <laughs> Dave gave, gave this one? <laughs> I, I don't think the online archive goes back that far, unfortunately. <laughs> the yeah. thing about this is that I could picture <laughs> – even though they had a match against each other, what do you think the odds are that Gilbert and Luna fucked in a semi truck after this? <laughs> Wait, in a semi truck? Like while Luna, the ring crew was loading it, they were just Luna. In Luna Vachon became a truck driver after her career before she tragically right. passed away. You're actually not going to believe this. I do have the Wrestling Observer from uh, <laughs> from that week. All right, well, the, let's hear it. Read, yeah. read us about the match. Hold on. And how how would you say it? All right. Let's see. Dwayne Gill, as Gilberg, doing a Goldberg spoof, lost to Luna in 102 when he couldn't hold the jackhammer, and she fell on him and then splashed him. He missed his spear and couldn't do the jackhammer. Michael Cole said that it showed Gilberg has only one move. People. People, all right, wait, no. People were knocking that NBC special about planted signs, referring, of course, to wrestling, pro wrestling's greatest secrets finally revealed. Uh, but it was clear for this one that they planted a lot of Gilbert signs in the crowd, as well as piped in phony chants. Although they were making fun of how that audience was chanting, but nobody's lips was moving. It was kind of funny and probably equally classless to what WCW did the week before, but it's a classless business. The odds are that this will become a regular segment and it'll get over to the live audience at every spot, but it'll also wind up making Goldberg a bigger star than ever if they don't smarten up and cut it off quickly. But there was that much written about a one-minute yes. match. This is so Dave Meltzer. So how many stars did he give it? No stars. No stars on a Raw match. But hey, that's a good that's a good Uncle Dave uh, debate there. Did Gilberg make Goldberg a bigger star? Should yeah. Goldberg send Gilberg a check every month? I'd also like to know from this match, this issue of the Observer, ECW guilty as charged, sixty percent thumbs up from the nineteen ninety nine Observer audience. What percent thumbs in the middle? Twenty one point six. Okay. Best uh, match: Yoshihiro Tajiri versus Super Crazy. That was a good one. Maybe we'll get to that on a future edition of Brainbuster <laughs> Radio Wrestling Theater, Rapongi three thousand sixty nine. Let's go to our next Gilberg match. Everybody, Brainiacs, let's fire it up. The next link you have there is going to send you to Gilberg versus the WWF champion at the time, Triple H. If you fire that up on Vin Man's queue, we are going to watch Gilberg attempt to win the WWF championship. Holy crap. Not just the light heavyweight champion. Gilberg was a main event star we're going to fire it up here. You're going to want to hit play on your WWE network. It's going to take you when you click on that link to about 4241. And on Vin Man's queue, we're going to press play together. All right, everybody. Three, two, one, play. Starting off with a very angry Ken Shamrock character a couple yeah, times. I like I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to revisit that at a later date, too, to see what he was so pissed off about. Yeah, Ken Shamrock pissed off in the back, but here's Triple H making his championship entrance. I, I like the vest on Tony Chimmel, though. That's that's a look we don't see anymore. Triple H did not. I don't know if we missed the water spit in there or what, but look at that belt. It's so gorgeous. And the one Triple H is holding, too. Shane McMahon's coming out. 
He runs SmackDown now. Look at him there. Look at his face. WWF owner Shane McMahon. I like that 90s look of big button-up shirts with <laughs> sleeves partially rolled up. The be- fitting dress shirts. Common theme we're seeing today on the Best of Gilbert, though. Great fashion, but also there's a thong in every match. <laughs> there is the first. It was on Luna, and this one, it's on China. And the way Shane's saying something. Now we're out here to find out, Triple H, are you the game? I personally believe you are. I believe you can take out anybody in the WWF. That's the reason why you are the WWF champion. Now, did people know at the time he was talking to his brother-in-law? Well, uh, not yet. This is this is right before Triple H and Stephanie started uh, even doing an angle together. And is it just me, or is Triple H in better shape right now than he than he was? You know, at this time, he's more cut now. He, I, I don't think he's as fle- flexible. Oh, there he is! I like that Tony Garee is always the guy knocking on the door. So for those of you that that may have missed (laughs) that, Shane Shane McMahon was alluding to that, I guess, Stone Cold Steve Austin was going to be coming out. He was talking about a bald-headed SOB, and and it was a big swerve, and it's Goldberg. Uh, uh, No police force here. This just looks like event security to me. (laughs) That guy in the back left looked like Madden. Yeah, I think there's a guy wearing a Ribera jacket. (laughs) Like a satin jacket. Mark Madden and a guy in a Ribera jacket protecting. I like that Gilbert, if you guys noticed, he was in the shitter. He was in the men's room, not <laughs> yeah, a locker room. Yeah, guy. he was. And they're using now, now, was, was that shot earlier that day, or was that live, that part? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did that, and then they had to gr- uh, really grease up Gilbert so he could look the same as earlier. Gilbert is the light heavyweight champion at the time, so this is one of the few times ever... The light heavyweight champion faced the WWF champion in a champion versus champion match. Well, is the light heavyweight championship on the line? I don't believe so. No, I don't think Triple H is under the required 205 pounds at this point. Is that how much it was, 205? I thought it was more than that. I don't know. They never even really said. And, and Shane McMahon, high five. Yeah, he's staying ringside. He's oh, a big spear by Gilbert! <laughs> Now finish him off. Finish him Gilbert. Gilbert going for the jackhammer. And, oh, he's up. Uh, he gets. Reversed by Triple H. Who's first? Better match, this or Goldberg versus William Regal, Moose the Mark? That's a tough call. I mean, you know, William Regal, he, he just brings that psychology, that map-based British style. But this, oh, I mean, he, this is he, that was a shoot kick to the face. Oh, <laughs> beating the holy hell out bust of him open hard way here. Do you think there are any Gilbert matches rated higher than Goldberg matches? I don't think there are any Gilbert matches that get rated. I don't think pretty much. If Gilbert had a pay per view match, I'm sure Meltzer has rated it. Hey, you put his hands on an official there. It should have been a disqualification. Yeah, but you got to remember, Vin Man. Oh, another spear! 
You don't want those people, you know, going home angry because of a technicality. I understand. And there's a, a second spear in a row. He looks like he's winding up for a third here. Oh, man. He missed. Triple H is selling the spear too much here. Here's the pedigree. <laughs> if he can hit it. He hit it. <laughs> He kept his head down for that pedigree. Jesus. Oh. Uh, two Gilbert matches and two losses by Gilbert. Well, yeah, in in about two minutes for both of them. I, I think this match was much better than the first. Uh, oh, I, well, that's a, Gilbert. I, I, you know, Triple H. You know, uh, you know, excellent. You know, on the on the uh, excellent promo, but also a very good worker. Oh wait, wait, wait a second. He he's not done here. I guess. Yeah, you sit down, referee. I'm about to start fucking the owner's daughter. I could do what I want here. I'm going to beat the shit out of this loser. <laughs> you think that's what, uh, um, what's his name was saying whenever he fought James Ellsworth? <laughs> AJ Styles? No. Oh, Matt Riddle. Yeah, sit the fuck down, referee. I'm going to beat the shit out of this loser. <laughs> All right, Ben, man, this is a very good sign here. They were showing a shot of a limo. I don't know if that comes into play now or later. I I can't wait. <laughs> well, I guess that's it for. Uh, we're going again. Yeah, we're going from Gilbert to uh, Al Snow's dog Pepper, which might end up being a subject of this program one day. We can um, only hope on that one. <laughs> Gil- Gilbert, the best of Gilbert, rolls on. Do, do you guys want to do one more Gilbert match? Is there one more Gilbert match? <laughs> <laughs> well, the WWE Network has uh, Tiger Ali Singh versus Gilbert. I, I mean, I want to see what there is here. I, I'd almost want to watch Gold Goldust versus Gilbert. Unless yeah, anybody Gold else. Gilbert versus Shane McMahon with China. No. That That's for the European Championship. I love that all the Gilbert. Who the hell would have thunk all the Gilbert matches we're watching are championship matches? Well, I mean, if we're gonna do one more, somebody pick one so we can get the hell out of here. All right, we're gonna add. We're gonna add Gilbert versus Shane McMahon with China. With China, you know what? No, I want to go for the gusto. If we see a thong in the Gold Dust versus Gilbert <laughs> match, I'm gonna shit. Let's go Goldust versus Gilbert. We'll leave the link there for you on the podcast episode and on BrainBusterRadio.com. Fire up Goldust versus Gilbert for our final part of the best of Gilbert here on BrainBuster Radio presents Mystery Wrestling Theater. Rapungi 3069. It's going to take you to the Raw from February 8th, 1999 at about 30 minutes and 45 seconds in, and on Vinman's count, we're all going to press play together, everybody. Vinman, right. it's on you. All right, if you're all ready and you got your WWE Network ready. Hold uh, on, what's, gonna... the time, what's the time stamp again? 30.45. Okay. In three, two, one, play. King Valvinus isn't going to wait for Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> wait for what? Just saw him back there with Ryan Shamrock. Look how quickly Gold Dust is walking to the ring here. And they, you think they were on a time crunch at this time? I mean, they, they probably had like seven 
but because Shawn Michaels took too long. To <laughs> exactly. Moose the Mark, I believe Steve Lombardi is the agent for this match. Can you give us a glimpse into what that meeting was like with these two and Steve Lombardi before the match? Yeah, yeah. according to these leaked documents taken from uh, one of those cardboard <laughs> cameras that you, just, that you just had the film built into it. You had to crank them. Some fan sitting at ringside snapped the pick. So three months later, we were able to learn who the road agents were for this match. And it was indeed Steve Lombardi. <laughs> the Brooklyn <laughs> Brawler. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think gold dust is. You know, you're not going to see a gold dust song in this match. That's that's kind of a different gold dust. I, I don't oh know. My goodness. What is the oh, Bellhawk. Someone trying to give gold dust chocolates. <laughs> what do you think the Brooklyn Brawler told these guys to go out there and do before this match, Moose the Mark? Can you give us a glimpse? <laughs> I, 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 you know, the resolution on this this snapshot's a little low. I can tell you what Dave Meltzer said, but it's surprisingly uh, brief. And I don't want to spoil the match. Yeah, we'll, we'll do Meltzer Look after. Look at all those signs. Look at all those fucking well, according signs. To, according to fucking Meltzer, half of them are fake. No. <laughs> Tony Gurria, there he is again. Gilbert <laughs> no longer in the men's crapper. Yeah. Uh, okay, th- these guys look like they're part of a bobsled team. Escorting <laughs> him to the ring here. Gilbert and the Jamaican bobsled team. Is that team. a fan in the background? <laughs> yeah, the guy with the baseball hat. Yeah. Look, they're yeah, all jumping. The they're chanting. Still, and Gilbert is the light heavyweight champion at this point. Now, now who were these guys? I mean, were they t- just extra talents? Or? Their jackets say, like, John. they have, like, the Johnson & Johnson logo on them. Well, I'm talking about the guys in the background. In the back, like, I, I don't know. They look like marks. They're jumping up and down. <laughs> Moose Mark, you think Gilbert was a Vince Russo creation? I mean, everyone knows, everyone knows that Gilbert was a Kevin Dunn guy from day one. These guys, <laughs> they formed a, they formed a you know, unbreakable backstage alliance that rivaled the Bone Street crew or uh, the Click. <laughs> They're in a big fight. <laughs> They're in a big There's fucking Sky arena Dome. here. I think this, this is Skydome. Sky I think this is Skydome in Toronto. Yes. That's what it said on the back of the jackets. Uh, they are. Yes, it is indeed the Skydome in Toronto. Really? The largest crowd in the history of the three plus year Monday Night Wars with 41,432 fans in the building, of which 38,661 fans. It really it outdrew the Georgia Dome with Hogan and uh, Goldberg. It would be the eighth biggest paid crowd in the history of wrestling, trailing Hogan versus Andre, Sid versus Shawn Michaels at the Alamo Dome, Hogan versus Sid from the Hoosier Dome. That that those are some of the only few events that beat it. Uh, I gotta tell you, they're doing a great job of building the anticipation for this match. Uh, I, I can't wait. Taking his time. Now, do you think these two went around the horn on a house show circuit to, you know, work the kinks out of this match before before they had it on Raw? Yeah, I mean that's the thing with this match. Like a guy tripped. like Gilbert. I don't know if that's I don't know if that was a legitimate trip or a work trip. He was smiling afterwards. Though. God dang, there's a lot of people there. Yeah, <laughs> forty-one thousand packed the the Sky Dome to watch Gilbert take on Goldust. The Brooklyn Brawler put this one together. You're in for a classic. 
The old dust appears to be in his uh, black hey, spear for that spear. <laughs> the spear counts with the pounds. <clears throat> this is uh, when gold gold dust was well over three bills, so that's going to be difficult. <laughs> Look at how he's stomping the shit out of him there. <laughs> the Mr. Mark, is, is there any backstage word on if you know gold dust? Gold dust he, he felt Gilbert was possibly below him, and he was working a little snug in this match. Well, I mean, yeah, there's yeah, Gilbert had just debuted a week earlier. Well, right. He's going for it well, already. That's, that's the thing about Goldust. You know, such a good worker. Had had one of the best working stomps you could ever find. He doesn't even have to pin him? Oh. <laughs> Goldust music There's is, some mind is, games being played here. <laughs> the blue meanie. <laughs> meanie dust. Blue dust. Dude, this is... You could just copy and paste, like... The Iconics entrance video there. And this is exactly <laughs> what happens on Raw three times every single episode. He's going to get rolled up. Oh, my God. Oh my. That's revealing. Now, this had to have been filmed earlier in the day. Oh, hey, we did get to see a thong. Do you think Pritchard produced this one? Blue, blue genitalia has... Oh, Gilbert! Gilbert won! Gilbert! Gilbert just beat Goldust! Holy shit! And Goldust not having any of it. Biggest upset in WWF history in the biggest Raw crowd ever. Oh, here comes some Shattered Dreams, though. The good news is, though, Triple J, Gilbert went on to have two adult children after this, even after that Shattered Dreams. (laughs) Yes, and lights out in the Sky Dome. Right now, no. blue hue. Has- is there, there's, there's Michael Cole's light going it's on? A, it's a blue, a blue hue. hue. <laughs> oh, there's blue dust. <laughs> I love also all the laser pointers. Whenever that was still a thing. Yeah, they used to write on your ticket, "Don't bring any." No laser pens. <laughs> it's a blue, blue mat. It's a blue bath. It's the blood. Jerry Lawler killing it. Did he looks like that? Smurf that's... dust. Now I wonder if he can get that off his gear. La 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 la. How sweaty Earl Hebner is. Yeah, what happened to him? <laughs> He is my god. <laughs> what was he doing before this? Watching cops. <laughs> well, that's all we got for the best of Gilbert. And how fitting I think that we end today watching Gilbert win a goddamn match. There was no thong in that one, but what did Dave Meltzer say, Moose the Mark? All right, Dave Meltzer says, read this this match. Hang on. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Let's see. Gilbert pinned Goldust, ending the losing streak when Blue Dust, Blue Meanie Brian Heffron, distracted Goldust, allowing Gilbert to score the roll up. After the match, the lights went out, and when they went on, Goldust was covered in blue, similar to the Brood Bloodbath TV spot. DX did a promo. That's it. 
I like how he has to write everyone's oh, uh, yeah. government it, name. <laughs> Their taxpayer name. <laughs> oh, man. So that does it for the best of Gilbert, oh. Brainiacs. Uh, it's, it really is some of the most fun you could have on the WWE Network, isn't it, Vinman? I, I think Vinman is no longer with us. Oh, Vinman. Vin well, I, I mean, he's just he just left the chat is what I mean. Oh, he he had uh, to take a piss the whole time, but he I mean, didn't want to leave in the middle of the movie. I, I got to say, I was disappointed that the Union didn't win, but I think this was fun. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. I look forward to more Brain Buster Radio Wrestling Theater Rapongi 3069s. Moose the Mark, do you have any uh, suggestions? How about each th- – the th- there's three of us left now. Vin Man went to the bathroom. Co- you come up with one nominee for the next Brain Buster Radio Theater, Moose the Mark. What do you want to watch next? The Oddities. Uh, Moose, I was going to say the exact same thing. Wow. <laughs> Oddities versus Kai and Tai at the Highway to Hell SummerSlam is what I was going to say. So then you want to do Kai and Tai and we'll, do, we'll put them both on there? Either way, you guys are going to probably get one match with each. Anything with the the oddities is fine with me. (laughs) All right, we'll just do it to two then. You guys nominate the oddities this week, and I am going to nominate, let's see, as I peruse the WWE Network. Having watched Gilbert today, I would like to go back, and since Boost the Mark wouldn't give us a goddamn Brooklyn Brawler impression, we're gonna. I'm gonna nominate the best of the Brooklyn Brawler for next week. I'd like to watch some Steve Lombardi in the ring, guys. But Brainiacs, you'll have to vote on what we watch at the Brainbusters on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for the next Brainbuster Radio Wrestling Theater Rapungi 3069. Of course, Brainbuster Radio uh, proper, as Triple J would say, will be here uh, shortly. We'll be dropping our our next episode, I believe, Sunday morning afternoon. As we get ready for Money in the Bank 2018. Uh, anything left to say, guys, about Gilbert before we uh, put him to rest forever until he makes his next cameo in a battle royal? Uh, he made a lot of people happy. Moose? Uh, I mean, just very rarely do you see someone who could. Just, <laughs> his wrestling brought us together, and, you know, he made us better people. More importantly, he made Goldberg more money. That's right. <laughs> well, for Vin Man, for Moose the Mark on the Internet Gimmicks, for Jumpin' Jacob J, keeping us in order here in the theater, making sure nobody was on a cell phone. Uh, I hate when that happens, Triple J, or when someone rolls a, a beer bottle down the aisle. It's the worst. But luckily here at the Marburger Theater of Love, none of that goes down. Just watching pro wrestling together, and we'll do it again Next week, remember, go vote on the poll at the Brainbusters on Twitter. The Oddities or the Brooklyn Brawler. And we'll see you next time for Brainbuster Radio Wrestling Theater Rapongi 3069.